welcome to episode number 14, I mean 13, lucky number 13 of Dads Do the News. My name is Dave, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host and good friend, Isaac. <laughs> yeah, thank you. That's exactly how I pronounce my name. I almost said your last name, and then I remembered we don't do that anymore because all of our listeners don't know who we are, and we don't want to get too much spammy fan mail. So. Well, ever since the stalker showed up at my house... And tried yeah. to break down the door. We stopped using our last names. I Well, I, ever since I became a famous podcaster, it's kind of like those musicians that go by one name. They're Bono. They're Sting. You're Dave. I'm, I'm Dave. <laughs> Except that's not even your, your name. It's not. It is a name. I also go by Cliff. Oh, now you're just giving it away. Yeah. Um, so it, it is episode number 13, um, and uh, we've got a, a lot of uh, hot takes uh, tonight. Um, but before we get to that, uh, how's your week been, Isaac? It's been good. It's been busy, but it's been good. Tell me more. Well, I got a new, I got a mountain bike, uh, my Ooh. first mountain bike in a long time. Nice, so I've been nice, assembling nice. it and getting it ready to take out on the trails. You see uh, that? Oh, go ahead. Well, mostly it's just been work and uh, mountain bike and life. What I love about fitness equipment is, is like a mountain bike, is ordering it, assembling it, well, shopping around for it, ordering it, assembling it, and then not using it about half as much as I thought I was going to when I ordered it in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, with bike stuff, I get really busy, and working on things in the evening makes me feel stressed and things. So a lot of times I'll get something new, and it will sit for weeks in my garage waiting for waiting until I have time where I kind of have the mental space to pay attention to it and to get it ready if that makes sense so yeah that's how I feel about client matters too just yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so this weekend I plan on um putting it together and hopefully get out on the trail sometimes next week I've also had some weather problems the weather dipped very cold up here and it got wet and rainy so Mm. I've been waiting for that to clear up too yeah, no, I understand. It's been pretty brisk down here too. We we only hit eighty three today. So yeah, it's very yeah. very cold. Everyone breaks out their sweaters in uh, the ski. sweater vest at least. Um, yeah. Okay, so moving on. Um, do you know who Kendall Jenner is? So I did not know who she was prior to the uh, the news that came out this week about about her and the ad for t- advertisement. Indeed. Um, I knew I had heard the name before. I I thought it was a man. Um, Kendall, in my defense, could go either way. I have, yeah, I have, a, I have an uncle named Kendall. There you go. Um, and I also didn't know that this Kendall is associated with the, oh gosh, I'm going to, is it? It's Kardashian. Card- Kardashian. Ka- not, okay, Kardashian family. Um, how I'm not really sure, but she is in mourning and in constant contact with her family right now because she just made a crummy, crummy commercial. Um, so yes, she, she did. <laughs> she she stars in a, uh, a commercial for uh, the Pepsi Cola company, which for those of you who drink Coke is basically like Coke. Um and um she is i'm just gonna just we'll put this ad up on our uh, facebook page for the three of you in the world who haven't seen it yet but um she stars in this uh commercial as a supermodel which is something i guess she is a model of some sort or another she's a model yeah yeah. i read i read that she was a model yeah so she stars as herself um and as she's doing her model thing um some cheerful protesters go by 
and she watches them and she's thinking about it and then a cello player's like giving her the like come on look and so she's like yeah i'll get into that protest so she does some fist bumps and some high fives and some what's up and then the moment of dramatic climax arrives and luckily she has a pepsi in her hand and she crosses the barricade line and gives the cops a Pepsi, and everybody cheers, and it's all okay, which makes me wonder if Pepsi had been around when um, Victor Hugo wrote uh, Les Miserables, do you think the story might have gone a little bit differently at the barricades? Oh, yeah. I mean... I, I, I'm really confused about what Pepsi is trying to do with this ad. Like, I, I get on the face of it, they're trying to capitalize on the sort of protest, the modern protest movements that we're seeing around the country that are... Uh, have been based in the Black Lives Matter movement and some of the other things and anti-Trump election. Yeah, so there was there have been lots of protests basically. Right now, it's cool to protest, and it basically seems like the Pepsi marketing guys or whatever agency they contracted out with their thoughts were basically like, "Hey, right now the the young kids think protesting is cool, so if we can associate." Pepsi with the cool protesters will be cool too. So let's hire some super model, someone I've never heard of, but I'm not their target demographic for this ad. I can tell you that. Uh, as a as a thirty uh, ish white guy, no, they're they're not going for me in this ad. Fair enough. Fair enough. But um, they're going for me ten years younger than me or fifteen years younger than me. Basically, you could be right. Anyway. anyway it's it's just I just don't quite get it. It's and there's a lot of controversy surrounding the ad because people feel like they are quote unquote appropriating the experiences of the protesters and basically being like, yeah, we're corporate consumerist people and we're hip and cool with it. I don't know. But let, like, let's leave all that beside aside just really quick. It's an awful ad. Yeah. Like, the thing is awkward from the beginning to end. Mm-hmm. There, it's none of it's believable. The protesters are like the most bland protesters. It seriously is like if you took the most vanilla uh, white people from Iowa and they got together and planned a parody protest. This is With what a it token black like. person in it. Yeah. They're all extremely good looking models, right? Beautiful, young, happy, cheerful people who happen to be protesting. Yeah. I it's mean, like they could be on their way to the opening of a new, um, I don't know, uh, coffee bistro that's the new hip thing you know i mean they could be on their way to sunday brunch and i love how the not at all subtle jab about how what's her name kendall yeah kendall has a blonde wig on but then when she goes and And participates in the protest she takes it off legitimate yeah she gets to be in her true self yeah exactly like take off that blonde wig there ain't no blonde people in this protest because pepsi is not blonde you know um so yeah a lot of really bad things about it and a lot of people much uh more widely uh, read and listened to than us have pointed out all of these bad things um but i have a few ideas uh for pepsi cola um that could maybe be this could be part of a series um Maybe we could have uh, Miss Jenner standing in front of a tank in Tiananmen Square and defusing the uh, situation there with a Pepsi. Uh, oh maybe gosh. hopping up on the tank and handing how over many a Pepsi. Of, how many of these do you have? I have a few. <laughs> um, or maybe uh, we could have her uh, and um, um, the uh, enjoy a crisp, cool, refreshing Pepsi as she marches to the sea to make salt. 
Oh my gosh, Dave. Or maybe <laughs> she could cross a bridge into Birmingham enjoying a crisp, cool, refreshing Pepsi. The That's world right. would be, or maybe battering down a concrete wall with a cool, refreshing Pepsi. There are lots of options for this series, and I think they're off to a great start, and I want to be the ad uh, creation director for the rest of the series. I think we could make some great things happen. We could probably get Ben Kingsley involved. It could happen. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think that if Pepsi had been around at those events, they wouldn't have happened at all, right? No, like, because everybody would have been like, oh, you want to make your own salt instead of buying it from the British? I'm cool with that. Have another well, Pepsi. Let's have a Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> or, oh, oh man. you don't like communism? I'm not going to run you over with a tank. You just gave me a Pepsi. So, yeah. Anyway, um, we'll post it on our Facebook page so the last five people who haven't seen it um, can crack open a Pepsi and enjoy this uh, beautiful ad. And with that, I think we should talk about things that you ought not eat while you're enjoying your Pepsi. Okay. So, this actually is something that I've thought about a lot. <laughs> uh, okay, Which, we should do a, what is it what are they called when people who hear something freak out? Uh, a uh, trigger trigger, trigger warning. warning. Cannibalism may be discussed in this next item. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Trigger warning for those who have had traumatic experiences involving cannibalism. I'm sure that's a wide swath of our audience. <laughs> but um so I've thought a lot about what human meat would taste like. I know that sounds terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. It doesn't sound terrible. It is terrible. You're a terrible well, I've person. I've wondered. I've just wondered. Like, first of all, mm. would human meat, would we be red or white meat? Well, mm. well, we're not poultry, so I'm pretty sure we'd be red meat. Well, would be, yeah, I okay. But, I mean, pigs are not really red meat either. I don't know. I think we'd be red meat, too. But, anyway, <laughs> a new study has come out looking at the nutritional value of different parts of the human body. So Go ahead. I, 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 have a, I have a couple here to ask you about. Sure. Um, how many calories do you think there are on the a, in the average set of lungs? <laughs> <laughs> smoker or non-smoker? Uh, it does, I don't, they, don't, they don't say. This is just average. Oh, and the average set of lungs, um, I don't know, 500. Uh, you are off by 1,000, about 1,600 calories. Oh, you can make it. pairs of lungs. You could eat... Or Two Eight lungs, pairs. I guess Two that's lungs, one pair. One pair. You, could, you could enjoy a, a full day's meal off of that pair of lungs. That's right. A full, all, all your meals. Also, yeah. It also has the average weight of a pair of lungs, which is apparently two kilograms, which is, you know, like four and a half pounds. That's, um, that's, this is an American podcast. If you can't give it in pounds, you can just shut up, all right? Yeah. Okay. The total, the, this is the point of the, uh, of the study is to understand, try to understand why early, early humans, prehistoric humans, why they may have eaten each other there is uh, evidence in the archaeological record to suggest that cannibalism occurred uh and they aren't sure exactly why some of this evidence involves like human chewing marks on bones bones being broken to extract marrow um uh bones on china plates with a nice setting of dishes <laughs> and forks uh around them so uh, human bones in a bucket resembling a KFC chicken bucket. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Human, <laughs> you, you, you get a chicken bucket. Looking the, good. <laughs> like they found an old sign from an early fair, Renaissance festival from like 20,000 BC. And instead of a turkey leg, they had a Neanderthal leg. Mm, uh, it was very well yummy. salted. Mm, Deep fried. Anyway. Uh, yeah. I'm glad we gave that trigger warning. Anyway. Um, <laughs> 
<clears throat> they want to know if one of the reasons that humans ate other humans was simply because they were hungry and they needed food and they thought mm. that that was a viable food source. Basically, this is what they found. There actually are a ton of calories in a typical human's body, but of it's not even close to the amount of calories that would have been readily available with other types of prey nearby, like well, elk or um, deer, ma- mammoths. So the average human in his entire body has, uh, they don't have commas here, so hold on, let me insert them. 125,000 calories. Yeah. yeah. 125,000 calories in a single human. Well, it sounds like a lot until you compare it to the 3.6 million in a mammoth or a, uh, let's see, a bear has 600,000. That's about five times the human. Um, but so, there, Isaac, there is one thing that distinguishes a human from an elk or a bear or a mammoth. Human meat is delicious. Not, <laughs> not that. Oh, it's what the, is it? They don't sleep next to you, uh, right up next to you at the campfire, right? I mean, so when grandpa dies, bam, lunch is right there. Whereas with an elk, you got to go get it. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, so their 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 hypothesis is because of the relatively low calorie count found in humans, um, the reasons for consuming human other humans was probably not because they were hungry. They're thinking it's more a cultural, social, or religious practice, something like that. Um, did you know your forearms probably have about sixteen hundred calories in them? Just you, your forearms. Have you That's seen like, have you seen my forearms? They've got way more than 1,600. <laughs> way more. Yeah. And it's lean muscle meat. Your your brain has 2,700 calories. Your well. torso and head, that's actually a huge area. I guess that's mm-hmm. not counting the uh, stuff inside your torso and head. So this would be like your ribs, human ribs, okay. plus I think, the head. I think, uh, 5,400 calories. I think we may have sucked the marrow from this topic, my friend. Well, speaking of sucking the marrow, your skeleton has about (laughs) 25,000 calories. (laughs) Wow. Um, The good news is, the good news is your teeth only have 36 calories in them. That's disgusting. So there's very little reason to eat other people's teeth. Okay, but I think there's a clear counterpoint to this argument that these scientists are making, which is when zombies attack, they do eat humans. So uh, that's true. Well, don't they just eat everything and humans are just Mm-mm. there? Mm-mm. 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 No, they crave human brains. It's not. Oh, that's it, right. That's right. Yeah. No, they're not. I mean, if you ever saw um, that movie with um, that guy, Will Smith, the deer were fine in New York City. It wasn't it wasn't the deer that the zombies were after. They were after Will Smith. So so I think there is a, a at least one demographic that craves human brains. Your spleen only has 128 calories. Okay, we're moving on, boss. <laughs> All right. You want to talk about Mr. Putin? Yeah, let's talk about Vlad. Uh, he, he, he's replaced the Donald as our new favorite uh, news topic for good reason. He's crazy. Um, and I think, well, I think well, that hardly distinguishes him from the Donald. Well, well I'm saying he's a good replacement. Right, oh, I see. Donald's yeah. crazy. Vlad is crazy, and so um, in true uh, dictator um, fashion, he has decided to make it illegal <laughs> to show pictures of him depicted as a gay clown uh, dressed up in drag. And um, I had no idea that this was a thing in Russia. 
Um, but apparently there was some big protest like last week or two weeks ago at which a lot of Pepsi was consumed and, um, the protesters were, <laughs> I mean, really the only thing you can protest in Russia is Putin because he is the Russian state. Um, and so a lot of the protesters held up, uh, pictures of, um, and, and a lot of other times because Russia has a really strong anti-homosexuality, homosexual, um, behavior laws, um, that, uh, kind of reminiscent of what we had here in the United States, you know, 50 years ago. Um, and uh, so uh, he's kind of the uh, progressive ring or, or element in, in Russia has kind of appropriated this image of him. And we'll put a picture on the uh, Facebook page, uh, like I said, uh, with his uh, what little hair he has left dyed yellow, uh, wearing blue eyeliner and bright red uh, lipstick and then uh, big, full, luscious lashes. Um, and I think this proves a couple of things, which is, number one, that Vladimir Putin would not look good in makeup. And number two, that uh, why does he care? You know, he's thin skinned, like almost all dictators are, I guess. But I mean, when you control the second largest or possibly the largest nuclear arsenal in the world, what do you care if a bunch of punks on the street carry around pictures of you as a, a gay clown? I yeah, mean, why do you why do you care if people on Twitter insult you? Because strong men typically are quite insecure. They yeah. typically are. I, I'm looking at the pictures now. Um, yeah, it's it's not an attractive look for him. I can see why it would bother him. <laughs> it's not. It's just you know he cultivates a machismo image very very strongly. You know. Did you know that he actually single-handedly ride. found uh, a shipwreck? He also is famous as a horseback rider, and he likes to go shirtless. I, I did know about the shirtless. I did not know about the shipwreck. Is that true, or is that well, just state media blustering? Uh, is there any difference? Is that like <laughs> when uh, the old dear leader of North Korea, Kim Jong-un? No, that's, is that the current one? Current, Kim Jong-il? Yeah. Kim, Kim, Kim Jong-il. Yeah. Uh, I, I believe they say that he has like five golf games where he shot a hole-in-one on every hole. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't do it every time. Otherwise, it's not newsworthy, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I think Trump will start uh, publishing, or uh, Sean Spicer will start uh, publish, or discussing that that uh, Trump is a hole-in-oneer himself uh, during the newscast. You know, I think that we take it for granted in, the, in America. Like, we forget that freedom of speech is, especially like the level of free speech that we have here is actually pretty rare in the world, even among uh, like uh, classically liberal democracies. Like even in Western Europe, there's all sorts of strictures on free speech. Right. Uh, and they, expression. And they, right. They tend to go the other way, right? Like you can't say things um, like you can't in, in France, for example, it's illegal to engage in anti-Semitic speech. Um, and in so, Germany. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And pro-Nazi speeches is, is prohibited. And, and so things that we would never dream of doing here are, are, you know, it's well accepted that it's okay. Well, in France, it's illegal to do anything that like uh, that shares graphic violence. Like any distri- distributing of graphic violence is illegal in France. Hmm. So I guess so, Quentin Tarantino's movies don't do so well over there. Huh? Well, I think they actually edit them. They they like because of some of these laws, there are European versions of movies that are less violent sometimes. And you can get them on VidAngel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Putin! Well. You know, if 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 this were if this cracking down on a picture like this is the worst thing that he was trying to do, then he wouldn't be such a worry. He would just be funny. But well, as it, it turns is. out, he's a worry and he's funny. 
Yeah, he, he he's a funny warrior. Um, which may be because he was raised uh, by monkeys, right? Monkeys. Okay, this is the craziest story that I saw this week. Um, a girl who is believed to be between 10 and 12 years old was found in a jungle in India. Stop. It's Her name is not Mowgli, or rather... <laughs> Moglet. <laughs> we don't know her name, so it could be Mowgli. Moglet. Or That's Mowgli. the feminine. That, the, anyway. Moglete. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, so these people were walking, and they saw a pack of monkeys go by, and they saw a small girl uh, running with them, walking like an animal on all fours. She was naked, and looked unhealthy emaciated you know very mm-hmm. hungry sure uh and they called the authorities and so the authorities came to check it out and this okay this is the funny part of the story when the police officer called the girl to come over the monkeys attacked him yes they did <laughs> just like she was integrated into this tribe oh wait group noun for monkeys do you know what it is there's several uh. that are possible um, I did know this because my daughter has a picture book with group nouns for all kinds of animals. Is it like a chatter of monkeys or something like that? Well, there's a few. A troop, I think, is troop. the most yeah. common, yeah. commonly used. But people do use barrel as well. That's also listed. So a I'm going to say a barrel of monkeys. <laughs> so <laughs> The whole barrel. <laughs> yeah. So there's this barrel of monkeys running through the woods. And oh, anyway, she's totally integrated with this barrel of monkeys. It's just so fun to say that. <laughs> anyway, um, so the the police officer is a police officer. He he finally gets the girl into a car, starts driving away, and the monkeys chase the car. Yeah, they down give the chase, road. man. Yeah. Well, we have this things like this happen here in the United States where you have free range parents that just let their kids wander around the neighborhood and stuff like we did when we were kids. Um, and, uh, you know, people get up in arms about it, and they try to take the kids away. It's very similar. Yeah, it's very similar, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> eh, maybe not that similar, but anyway. Anyway, so she's been recuperating in a hospital in northern India. Uh, she still is not able to speak. She had no language when they found her. Uh, they don't know where she came from. They don't know her history. They can't figure out. They're combing through missing persons reports in the region and surrounding regions really? to see if they can find out who she might be. I don't know, like, one of the things I read said that she, she's able to understand them now, and so I don't know how long she's been there. Maybe maybe she, like, remembers enough. She had some language contact, but she's unable to speak. Wow. So I actually looked this up, and there are some, there's a history of this happening. This is not sure. the first time a human's been raised by monkeys for a little while. Um, it probably doesn't surprise you to find out that, like, they tend to not end well. One right. of the most famous ones was a, a boy, I think, in South Africa. Actually, I don't remember if it was a boy or a girl, but a child in South Africa that they found had been raised by like a bunch of chimpanzees. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think the child ever recovered speech because really? kind of missed that. Yeah, if you don't if you don't form the parts of your brain yeah, that are like associated with speech sure. when you're young, then it's really hard to get them later. Or and it can really Yeah, it can really uh, halt your uh, intellectual development in a lot of ways. So So, when you said that it didn't end well, I'm envisioning going back to our story about cannibalism that eventually the monkeys would eat these children. But is that not the case? Well, I guess we wouldn't know. know. Maybe it is. I don't know if you'd know about those ones. Yeah. I did hear a story about a couple in like the 60s who brought a chimpanzee in to their home, a, a baby chimpanzee, and tried to raise it like a human to see how human-like the chimpanzee could be. Are you talking about Noam Chimsky? Noam, did 
Did Noam Chomsky do that? No, 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 no. But there was a, a, a linguist who, I think it was a linguist. He did a study uh, with a chimpanzee, brought him, brought the chimpanzee in as, I almost said infant, but as a, what do you call a baby chimpanzee? Uh, a chimplet. A, a chimplet uh, and raised it to see if by raising it in, w- surrounded by speech and humanity, it would pick up some speech. And the answer is no. No, they don't. The, Their brains just aren't developed enough. They, the chimp that I'm remembering did learn some sign language. But right. But it's unclear even whether when chimpanzees and the higher apes do learn sign language, it, it starts to get fuzzy as to whether or not they are they actually, understand. whether you can call it language usage, right? Right. right? As opposed to sort of like a dog being able to point or paw at the thing that he wants. You know what I mean? Like there are plenty mm-hmm. of ways that smart animals communicate with humans. Sure, but not uh, with language. But whether it's whether it crosses that threshold into being language, that's a that's a very different question. Right. Well, I am an expert on linguists, and most linguists are of the opinion that the answer is no. That is not the case. Yeah, that that's my personal opinion as somebody who took yeah. a f- like three linguistics classes in college. So I married um, a linguist. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> back to this girl. Uh, you know, I'm hoping uh, and praying that she will be able to recover. That they can. I hope they can find. I hope that she was lost accidentally. Uh, well, most, most children, can, well, maybe sometimes children are lost on purpose. Uh, well, no, it's children are lost on purpose sometimes. Losing kids um, on purpose is not dad approved. Da- not dad approved. But hopefully she can be reunited with a family that is actually hers. And uh, I hope she doesn't miss the monkeys. Oh, she'll miss the monkeys. Um, there are a few other things that you forgot to point out here. Number one is that Phil Collins is already working on a soundtrack. Uh, 20th Century Fox has optioned <laughs> Hasn't, hasn't he rights. already written one? Why don't they just uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Why don't they uh, just reuse it? Yeah, has, uh, they have uh, optioned the movie rights and they're looking at their casting choices <laughs> for the lead character and um, the uh, King Louis is being considered for the role of Chief Monkey It's going to be big I want to be a man, man cub. <laughs> Yeah, right <laughs> I love that, oh, and, I love that song and Rudyard, it's a great song. Rudyard Kipling's estate is already looking at uh, possible copyright infringement lawsuits to bring against this girl for having the uh, panache to be raised by monkeys. Well, I hope she can recover language. Yeah. Because she could write one heck of a memoir. Oh, my gosh, yes. I'm about already... being raised by monkeys. Yeah. Wow. Well, we'll see. I mean, like you said, it depends on how long she's been with the monkeys because if, if you don't learn to speak by a certain age, it's never going to happen. Well, they can ghostwrite it then. <laughs> or monkey write it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just, a, it's just a nuts story. You know, yeah. like sometimes things happen in this world and it just feels like those things are actually impossible. Here, here's another example is when I found out that there are still uncontacted people and small tribes in the Amazon who have never had contact with Westerners. Did you know that this is true? Yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. There's not very many of them, but no. there's some. It's and a big that forest. Is, that is crazy to me. Yeah. There are uh, people the, who probably have seen airplanes their entire lives and have, and who knows what their explanation is for them. The gods. Well, that's, you know, they made a movie about that. Yes. The gods must be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> have you, have you, have you ever seen that movie? Yeah. I've seen that one and the second one. Eh, the second one's not so great, but the first one is a great film involving an empty Coke bottle. Note, it is not an empty Pepsi bottle. It is an empty Coke bottle. Well, sure. If it had been an empty Pepsi bottle, then they would have all gotten together and there would have been no purpose for the movie. Right. Exactly. He wouldn't have had to do his trek, but now I'm spoiling the movie. Um, other things that are unbelievable would actually happen in this lifetime. The election of Donald Trump as president. Yeah. 
that's true yeah all right well you got anything else nope that's all i got man i got one more thing hit me your your pancreas has, oh has about 160 <laughs> calories. Do you, so, okay, have you ever um, actually eaten, um, not human, I don't want to know. Don't tell me anything that, uh, you know, we don't have attorney-client privilege right now, but um, have you ever eaten, like, liver or kidneys or any any uh, offal? Yeah, I've had a liver. Yeah, there's a reason uh, it's called awful, man. It's awful. <laughs> that is not why it's called awful. I think it's actually called awful, but... Um, <laughs> It's awful. I like. I don't care how many calories it has. I'm not eating it. I actually think kidneys fine, or not kidney. I mean liver. Ugh. Yeah. Livers. It's it's a little weird, but and I don't know. Do we eat chicken liver? Do we eat pig liver? What is it that when we eat? Liver? Um, I have had uh, at the uh, strong uh, suggestion of my wife, uh, chicken uh, hearts and gizzards. Uh, you oh, can get yeah. those at your grocery store. They're not bad. It's a lot of salt. Your heart is 650 calories. I have a much bigger heart than that. Oh. The Grinch's heart would have been really lean. Yeah, it'd be a right? diet heart. Diet heart. Yeah, very diet. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye. That'll do it for today. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach us by emailing podcast at dadsdothenews.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at Dads Do the News. And thank you for joining us.